On today's episode of No Days Off, it is Stand Up Saturday. Let's sit back, relax, and enjoy some laughs together. And I bet you got hoes. I said, you don't know me like that. I just go with the flow. She said, you can't fool me like that. You're gonna leave me on red. I said, why don't you try me on out? I know you wanna be friends. But friends turn into sleepovers. Dude, you wanna keep listening to that song? I see your face, dude. I do. I wanna I hear the rest of this one. Hey, this dude, is a good, we'll this is a good pick, dude. We'll intro and we'll keep it going, baby. Hey, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, ladies and gents. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you find your podcast, man. Subscribe, because we're coming with the heat, sports, entertainment, stand-up, living life, all that stuff. Stuck in the middle, that's the name. Yeah, that's sick. Good jam, dude. I want to listen to good one. longer, man. We'll listen at the end. At the end, we'll end, let man. you listen to it Play it at the end, baby. Listen, we'll you come here end. for the hits. What kind of radio do you listen to? I listen to the hits. What are the hits? You only got to listen. We'll we'll sell you the hits. That's what it is. <laughs> good week, man. Good week so far. How about you? Doing good. Yeah, flew by. Flew by. It's already the best month of the year, October. Second best month behind March. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So nobody says say that. that. Nobody says that. Dude, I always say that because I know nobody you always say that. October's the best month of the year, so I counter that by immediately referencing I know, October's the second best month of the year. People don't say that. People don't say March is... Is the best month, and people of the year. say October is the best month. Oh of the yeah, year? oh no, yeah. They don't. It's, no one says October that. is easily a top five month for sure. I feel like I've heard more comments about March being like Never. the birthday month, like Never. the best no, month. No, no, no. I've heard, than I've heard about from October. you, maybe from you, from one person. Name like another. Like I don't. March people is were the tweeting month. about it. People were tweeting about it. It was trending on Twitter how it was October and how October is the top five month. And what are you Sagittarius? Is that what you? What are you a Libra? A Libra. Oh, because all the Libras. Libra it's probably scales, a Libra thing. They have to Libra be all self confident themselves and stuff. And this guy tweeted out that Zebra. October is his 11th favorite month. And he got lit up. This dude from Buffalo who has like a Bills podcast, he got absolutely just torched in the comment that sections. That's just his 11th hilarious. favorite month. I remember what his 12th favorite month is. I don't know. Who who's keeps hitting us? I don't know. Sorry about that. We're getting some fantasy blowing up, dude. Going off on some fantasy. Oh, it's your stuff. fucking laptop. Oh, That's sorry, why. dude. That's okay. Can you just mute that? Yeah. Oh, wait. You can't mute that. There we'll you go. Now turn we're it muted. down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we keep getting tax, man. Fantasy, you, dude. All this IR stuff. Now you get a, a chance here to prove yourself. Okay. Favorite holiday, go. My favorite holiday in March? Go. No, just favorite just, holiday, go. Christmas, easy. Really? Mine's Christmas Thanksgiving. Eve. Thanksgiving. Don't give me that look. All right. Ever he, again. So here's what my favorite Christmas and then 4th of July. Back in the day when we used to Ooh, get fireworks. Oh, yeah. Like okay. Thanksgiving was in there. Yeah. I felt guilty. You know, I love we're Catholic family. I felt guilty never not saying Easter. So I always threw Easter in as like a guilty <laughs> kind four. of thing. But like we used to go all out for Mount Rushmore. Like we would go down. They were illegal in New York. So you had to go to Pennsylvania and grab them and then bring them up. Yeah. I don't know. If, whatever. And our Cops uncles and okay. stuff would, our would uncles go were, nuts. Our nuts. Like these guys would drop like their whole paycheck on fireworks and just light it up. Which was which awesome. Which is a lot. Yeah, I remember the one time we were, at, we were at our grandma's house and that's where we lit them up that year. But the cops came. We're like, nah, you can't do it. They're, they just weren't being cool that year, and so they went to like the countryside. Like, I like didn't go. I didn't upstate end up New York. This, yeah, but it was pitch black. They went to this. Their friend, this friends there is like farm. Yeah, Eden, and in right? the middle, Eden? in the middle of the cow pasture, they lit off like a thousand dollars worth of fireworks, and all the car, cows started like 
hurting, like, 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 stampe- like stampeding and oh, stuff. Really? Dude. It was nuts. And then something, one like flew in the barn and stuff, and they were just going to catch on fire. It was wild. But, dude, so awesome with these fireworks. I remember Ben would, like, save all his birthday money. And get ben would one get fire- great ones. He would get one firework for $99, just, like, one huge one, and it would be freaking amazing. Yeah, it was worth it. Like, when we, lo- we like, made fun of him about, like, whatever. It was, like, a Molotov cocktail, like, or whatever, hypersonic It was called the hypersonic accelerator. That firework it's was like, buy one, get one, so we got two of them. Awesome. That firework was awesome. Man. That was sick. We were kind of, like, making fun of him because it's, like, he just got one, and we got, like, a, a handful yeah. of other stuff. But we got all these little, like, bullshit ones that just weren't the best. And he got, like, this huge horsepower, like, Hemi engine Fucking, thing. Like, it was, like, a grand finale to a fireworks show. That was sick, dude. It was, it was the whole fireworks show in one. Yeah. I'm a fan of that, but... I mean, looking ahead. Well, let me just say this. Did you, it was crazy when we went to Disney just two weeks ago. JD was saying they do fireworks shows every single night. Remember when he was saying that over the castle or whatever, like at Epcot? Um, That's I mean, crazy, dude. Billions of dollars, dude. What billions. What a career to get into. Just what do you do for a living? Yeah, I blow off fireworks on a nightly basis over Disney's castle. Wow. Ever heard That's of pretty it? pretty cool. Ever heard of Disney's castle? Ever been there? Dude? Yeah. Ever watch a Disney movie? That uh, castle. By the Ever way, Ever seen I'm, the star go over that castle in the animation so i'm wearing i'm wearing this shirt says everything's fucked and it's got mickey mouse like with his hands over his head like this like just chilling and i wore this in the car ride just to mess with our friends jd and monica and as soon as i they see me they're like you can't wear that they laughed and then we're like by the way you can't wear that by the way like zach (laughs) seriously just so you know you can't wear that like zach you understand you can't wear that right like you can't wear that into the amusement park like zach zach you're not gonna wear that right like you got a change of clothes or just going to wear that both days that we go or uh, <laughs> I'm like, of course I know that. I just want to get your reactions, dude. Great fun. shirt though. Great investment. $25 for this shirt that says everything's fucked with Mickey Mouse. I might wear this tonight to Jody's party. That sounds good. Yeah, so man. a week from today is your gender reveal party. More to come on that. Dude. Yeah. I was getting emotional today. Just like cleaning the bathrooms and stuff at the gym. Just fucking like, cause it like you would say, I'm like, holy shit. It's a week from today. Like yeah. we're going to find out what this kid's going to be. Is it going to be a male? Or female, a boy or a girl. I mean, those very are the, good, those yeah, are the two good. options. There dude. you go. There's no other options than that. All right, let's not get, you know. All right, we don't have to yeah, go down this train. This. Anyways, but you also, and we can get more of that, you know, next week or whatever. I'm just excited, man. I'm just we excited because it's like pumping me up. Big, you know, it was a big month for you, yeah, whatever. Just moved. Because you just moved into a new place. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week. I mean, Kelly posted something nice today, like about me and her. You know, it's been a while since we moved down to Florida, like five years since we moved down to Florida from Buffalo. And it's just good shit to to reminisce about because we've come a long way, dude. Both of us, all of yeah. us have, all three of us have, if you think about it. You know, since all three of us have lived together in, you know, a two-bedroom So we moved down here like five years ago and we had no money and the business our, the business we started. Literally, we're making no $500 clients. an hour. And or not we, an hour, $500. We, we, $500 a month, dude. Not even. We started at zero from the beginning, dude. Yeah. And like we had zero for months. And the, we qualified. We could have qualified for like welfare and yeah. food stamps and Never all that, that stuff. Shit. Like we had, we had nothing, zero. And then just steadily kept working. I know, but there was this one story. Like Jake and I were, you know, like almost got in a legit fist fight because people weren't showing were, up to our classes there were many in the first few months. Like yeah. And it just happened in the first few months where we just blamed each other for like not succeeding. And then. We just kept doing work. We were like, hey, if we fucking lose this, we lose it. But it was funny because there was one day we got into this huge argument and then we were both on our laptops just sitting there like all grumpy and shit. And I walked by Jake's laptop. We're on the same exact website Googling what you do when you declare bankruptcy. Yeah. Like it was just. That's some crazy stuff. I was like, oh boy. 
reminds me of that episode of The Office <laughs> where Michael just says, I declare bankruptcy. Yeah. That was some scary stuff because when we started what we do, like, we oh, had nobody. Yeah. We we're like, oh, crap. That's what I was saying. I mean, and I, I mean, I was like, okay, cool. Lose all my savings. Lose the girl of my dreams. Probably going to break up with me if we lose this gym. <laughs> Whatever. No big deal. There goes my life. I'll move back in with my mom. Be the laughing stock of my friends. Have to get a job at Wegmans. Whatever. Hey. And, and look at us we now. We stuck with it, and here we are now, dude. Among many fights, making still the there's some fights. Making the medium-sized bucks. And enjoying it. That's I told this story, what was it, two weeks ago or something, when we were working in corporate and wanted to kill myself every day? Down to death, no offense. It's just probably a good living, which wasn't the living for me. Yeah, corporate but, blows, though, dude. So just the last thing before we go on these clips is we were talking today about some funny stuff that happens during one of our one of our classes, just oh, yeah. how we have like a, a free opportunity for folks to come and experiment. We have a free class at our gym. Yeah. And just, we so, offer a free class and it's, it's great. It's been, it's been amazing for us. Right. But sometimes we get in some characters that just aren't the type of people that would fit with us. That just no. aren't the, the people that would work well. I mean, that guy, we the guy you're on. talking about might so, fit in. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, but like, what was some funny stuff that you, that you happened to you? Oh yeah. This lady literally, I handed her a waiver to sign, showed up first of all, like 10 minutes late to the class. And she walks in like, hey, I'm here for your class. I'm like, oh, good, great. You seem like you're positive. And I hand her the waiver to sign because you got to always sign a waiver before you take one of our classes. Uh, if it's your first time. She goes, you know, this would never hold up in court. And I'm like, ah, uh, dude, it's a fucking free trial class. If that's the first thing you're saying to me, like, what are you even doing here? Yeah. What are you even doing here, dude? And then I had another time we would just warm up. We always warm up our classes. And this kid's just like refusing to do the warm up. He's like fucking like cracking his back and all this shit. And I'm like, hey, buddy, if you don't want to do the warm up, you can get the fuck out of here. I didn't say fuck though. Language. So you could leave. I said, you can, you can go, man. And his girlfriend had been coming like the three prior weeks, thought she was going to sign up. And then. Never saw those two again. So yep. They did the class though. And he was a little bitch on his hollow body holds. A little pussy. If you but, listen to this guy, probably not. <laughs> but um so the guy just, today, Jake was Jake was dealing with a dude today. There's a guy that seemed like a He's nice a cool guy. guy come man. on in. I think some folks get nervous in new environment. Don't know what to say. Don't you know, just get a little apprehensive, like what's going on, anxious, et cetera. They say you know, people say things that they like just come to their mind, there's instinct. And so he's like comes in late, of course, walks in and we were doing a stretch at the rig and he's like Oh, Captain America, I see, huh? Well, good to meet you. Because I had our shirt, which had a little Captain America like shield thing as yeah. part of the logo. And I'm like, cool, I don't like you. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Um, Judgment passed. I definitely don't like you right now. I'm going to try and be professional and not say anything, but know that but judgment. But go fuck yourself. But um, I'm not making eye contact with you yeah. for the rest of the class. Oh, and, you want to get coached? Uh, cool. But anyways, this is, you got, I mean, it's just, I, we're big That's on respect funny, and stuff. Oh, so yeah, it's, just, it's just coachability and being humble, but people get nervous, but those are just funny things. I told Zach that story and he was like, well, remember when, remember when we were just banging out things like, Dude, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Fucking remember that. classic. But let's get into some stand up before people do, turn the podcast Do you mind me to go first? Cause, or do you want to go first? Dude, I got a good one. All right. Is it segue-ish? Cause. No. All right. Zero segue. I don't think anything's going to segue off this one, but it's a good one from our boy, Patrice O'Neill. Oh, it's okay. been Here a little go. bit, dude. It's been a little bit since he's came oh, on. Oh boy. Shoot. Oh boy. Here we go. How many people getting sick of the Hindu obstacle course at the airport? It's just, it, it's. What does that I mean? mean just wait. I'm a racist, but it's, it's, it's getting. Talking about JFK. And I don't mind foreigners. 
Islanders, but don't be from your like from your country. Like you, it's okay to be originally from there, like your parents and grandparents, but you can't be from India and Ibel Dabble for my Ibel Dabble ID. You go, what the fuck? I know I'm American. I, I gotta be more American than you because I don't go Ibel Dabble. Ibel Dabble, Ibel Dabble ID, boarding pass. Man, I know my voice proves I'm American. Like, I need another, I need an American voice to ask me for my shit. But you can't get rid of the double day dudes because they're amazing. Like, who else will work at a 24-hour Brooklyn gas station with no bulletproof vests and no guns? <laughs> and curse niggas out if they don't have less than a 50. I mean, double double. Dibble, dabble, dibble, dabble. You need something small, please. Dibble, dabble. Dibble. Dibble, dabble. He's so dumb. You can't get rid of them because they do jobs nobody else is going to do. That's why you can't. Listen, what is this thing where we're trying to get Mexicans out this country? Who else is going to work without Mexicans? And who else is going to work? Who else would drive a bicycle <laughs> on the highway. Who else would ride a, who else would ride a, wait a minute, who else would ride a bicycle on the highways against traffic to deliver you a panini sandwich for lunch <laughs> on time? Who else, uh, who else is gonna uh, kick in your hotel door to make your bed besides some little Mexican woman who has an ethic. She has to make your bed. I have to, I have, I have to make, hello. And she knocks and she fucking punches the door and she scares the shit out. She kicks the fucking door and the chain is on. Hello, hello. And you're like, miss, the chain is on. I'm alive. The chain's on the door. You don't have, ma'am, please. I Please, I must make your bed. I must. Make oh my god. Bed. I must make your bed. Please, oh, uh, please. <laughs> please. Oh. We <laughs> <laughs> pull out a fucking Ikeos Mio shit. Please, please. I, and she's trying to squeeze in through the space, through the chain space. Like, hello. Hello. I must make your. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I love Patrice. I wish I never traveled for real, for real, because I, I could, I would like to just never had travel outside this country, and then I could hate America and be happy. You know what I'm saying? But I traveled, and now it's like I'm now I like America, but I still hate. It's weird. I hate it, but it, it's, it, it's nowhere better because all I got to really deal with is racist crackers like that, and that's. That's, it's funny, because like, I don't, black people really don't look at white people with like, you're the oppressor anymore. It's just something we do. It's just like, we like not liking white people. And <laughs> white people like not liking us. It's like, it's just, that's just what we do. It's just, because I'm not going nowhere. And I kill a motherfucker, he tell me to go like, back to Africa. But listen, I'm talking to black people. Stop that fucking horse shit, that go back to Africa shit. First of all, Africans, don't like black people. That's first one. 
They don't like us. We got to get another stand-up that I never And what the fuck am I going to do in Africa? Besides fighting some war, wearing uh, sweatpants and tuxedo shoes. <laughs> with a fucking... <laughs> with a fucking machete in my hand with a pair of fucking tuxedo shoes. <laughs> and a knife fighting some goofy-ass fucking war. Fuck it. Oh, my dude, God. That's dude, that's funny. That was fucking awesome, man. Who's the guy who you had sometimes? He's also a black guy. He has the glasses on. Hannibal. He has this bit about, we should play it soon, which is about um, how Africans don't like like black people. It's really funny. I've seen it before. That's just funny. The American black. So, dude, that's funny. I love Patrice, too. He's super. Did he die? Am I wrong yeah, in yeah. saying he died? Yeah, yeah. he died. Yeah, R.I.P. Great com- comic, dude. Great comic. He was just everything. Every situation he was put in. Like, uh, I forget the name of the show on Comedy Central. Fuck. I forget what it is now. Now that I'm thinking about it. It's hosted by the guy in that Adam Sandler movie where he's got all the kids and shit. Oh, my God. Mm. I forget it. Forget it, dude. But it was David comedy. Spade? No? No, no, not that one. No, it was an older show. It was oh. an older show. I can look it up um, while yours is going. But, dude, yeah, it was it was good. I'll look it up. Get into what were you thing. saying about the show, though? Patrice would always be on it. Patrice would always be on it, and there would be the host. Like, I'm blanking on these dudes' names, and, I like, it's pissing me off. Like, I fucking hate re- not remembering people's names because then it bothers me the rest of the day. And, like, Patrice would be on it with four other comics, and he would just roast the fuck out of all these comics oh. about stuff. Hard hard something? I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking of. Why can't I think of the show? Tough crowd. Tough crowd. That's Tough it. Crowd. Tough crowd with Colin Quinn. Yeah. Colin Quinn. There we go. Okay. Tough crowd with Colin Quinn, man. And Patrice was always on it. Dude, Kevin Hart was on it when he was like young and nobody knew who the fuck he was. There were some interesting comedians on there. And people would come on with like shit prepared to, to say and joke around with. And Patrice would roast the fuck out of those people. Dude, we got to get like, some of these on here. There's YouTube clips of just... A 34-minute Patrice O'Neill roasting the fuck out of people on that show and giving, like, statements about shit and making jokes. He was just so fucking funny. He was just That's hilarious. He was one of the best, like, like comic minds. Like, I'm not saying he was the best comic, but he just had a comic mind, dude, in all aspects of life. Like, everything he did was just fucking hilarious and could just roast anybody, no matter if you were white, black, Asian, Indian, whatever. He was just great, man. That's dude, funny. I've seen this right here. I love this shit. Bits. Like we had, we got to pull this up. Yeah, he's got some good shit. All right, dude. So we're gonna move on into a segue, and there is no clean way to to segue in except beyond the word clean. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. I knew um, it. I knew it. So I didn't even know. Basically, he has this bit about like pooping, and I think me and you both have been in that situation where we don't handle dairy too well anymore. Been there. Don't handle dairy too well anymore. Done As that. kids, could slam a gallon of milk, dude. Kinda could slam a gallon of milk. Kinda probably like one percent or skim. Maybe yeah. well, no, we were two percent initially. Two percent initially, and then we, you know, we got to grow the we, bones, man. Got to grow. Then the we bones. measured it down to the skim as we yeah. advanced in age. But we were milk boys. Now can't handle it, dude. I have I have water with my cereal. I can't handle. Oh, milk stop! Do I'm you serious. Really? I re- I honestly, it's disgusting. I didn't have milk one day. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not spending the four dollars on this. I'm like, oh, I'm you're put such some a water bitch. In there. And I'm serious. I haven't gone back. Ugh. Anyways, dude, Ugh. still love that. That's still gross, love the, dude. Still love the cheat day ice cream. Why is it gross? That's gross. The cereal's the flavor. Water. It's still flavorful. It's just this. It no. brings out the cereal flavor. Oh no, that's disgusting, dude. It's not disgusting. I'm gonna get. I you. have it with honey bunches of oat. You don't have to. Give me, I used to have the almond milk. I think that's the only one I can really take right now. But, dude, 
I'm telling you. Now, I haven't had it with any, like, Cocoa Puffs or Flintstones or Honeycomb or, like, any good stuff like that. Okay, here's a question for you. What's the best cereal? What is your favorite brand? What is your best brand of cereal if you have multiple Rankum? Tricks or Cocoa Puffs? Wow. Um, uh, What's yours? Lucky Charms? Flintstones, Honeycomb, Lucky Charms are up there. Um, the Flintstones can be either Rainbow Kind or the Cocoa Pebbles ones. They get too soggy too fast. Um, they get too soggy too fast. Those are good ones. They're good, but too soggy too fast. Remember Corn Pops were good? Corn Pops were good. Remember Honey- that Rice Krispie Treat cereal? Oh, dude? That was I always talk about nerds like, one. oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Rice Krispie That's Treats a had a cereal. One. I don't know if they make it anymore, though. No, I don't think so. That's Honeycomb was good. Yeah. Um, they had that French toast. Do you ever have, remember that French toast cereal, that Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Was they still cinnamon? have that, bro. Do they really? <laughs> yeah. Was Honeycomb a good Walk one? Walk down the cereal aisle, sir. They have um, honeycomb. Yeah, you said that. Son, dude, I'm just on that healthy. They still. Oh, I'm yeah. on that like almond. Honey bunches of oats. Raisin I'm like, brand. that's like the, yeah, man. That brand mix. Um, So yeah, that's the cereal for it. Anyways, long story to get, in, to get into this next uh, bit about um, some stuff that some people might deal with regularly. Let's see. I had uh, catastrophic diarrhea this morning. <laughs> and I just found out that not everybody does. Here's how I found out. We moved. My wife and I moved to a new place. In the new place, the living room couch is closer to that bathroom than it was in the old place. So the second day we're there, I go in there, I do my thing. When I walk out, my wife is no longer sitting on the couch. (laughs) She's now standing, holding car keys. And she goes, do you need to go to the hospital? for what? She goes, for what just happened in there? (laughs) And I go, what just happened in there? She goes, is that normal for you? (laughs) And I was like, I don't even remember what happened, so I guess so. She goes, Jesus, how often do you shit like that? (laughs) And I was like, every day. (laughs) She goes, oh my God, is there blood in there? (laughs) There could be, I don't know. (laughs) I just go, and I hit flush. Because you don't look at it? And I go, where am I supposed to look? It's everywhere. You want me to look at each individual piece? No. I paint the bowl, and then I wash it away. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's how I found out at 34 years old that not everybody has diarrhea every day. (laughs) I feel like, you know, wives have to get in one last jab, too. Because, first of all, this wasn't even an argument. This was a conversation, and she won the conversation, okay? She did. I feel horrible about my digestive system. You win. It's settled. I'm sitting on, I'm sulking on the couch. She's going to leave this day, right? And she stops at the door. She's leaving the house, and she goes, you know you're probably going to die. <laughs> and I was like, cool, babe. Have a good day. I'll see you when you go home. Oh, shoot. Dude, been there, lived it. Been yeah, there, man. lived it, dude. Been kinda, there, lived it. I kind of feel like that at this moment, but I'm going to suck it up and hold it in, literally. Wow. So. This podcast might be ending shortly, folks. No, no, no. I'm good. I can hold it. I'm going to squeeze it. Squeeze, dude. It's all for you, listeners. But yeah, dude, like at the gym, our our friends just paint our fucking bowl and then they don't look listen, in there. Let's not name listen, names. You know, you know you're a hard worker. Let's in life. not name names. Listen, let me just say this because I thought about this before. You know you're a hard worker in life when you clean other people's poops out the bowl. Yeah, like strangers' poops. Like not strangers, but like I do it every day. Other like non immediate families. 
poops. I do it every day. And I never thought like in my life, like, oh, this is going to be what you do. Me too. I'm like, I see it in there. I'm like, can't leave that stain. I have to address it. So yeah. I will literally pause if my you day. Leave it, Cause if you leave it, and it hardens what up. If somebody's and like, what if somebody's and someone like, walks in there and they're somebody like, what walks the heck? I'm going to quit this gym because they don't clearly take care of their toilets. So I, we, I mean, we do. Like if someone paints it, we're like on it, dude. I grab two Lysol wipes for a smudge. You know what I mean? Like I will just. Yeah. Um, I grab toilet paper and just rock it out. That's gross. Like elbow grease in there. And wash my hands for like. Till they bleed. Till they bleed. Jake's like, I wash <laughs> my till hands. I see blood. Till they bleed. But hey, nothing wrong with that. People have to go to the bathroom. Obviously, we've talked What'd about What'd you that. talk about? Your one friend, your, your like roommate or something, who was colorblind. Oh, yeah. So I knew this guy when I was in Michigan working at Ford, and he was colorblind. So he said after he took poops, he would keep wiping until he could smell blood That's, on the toilet paper. How do you smell blood, though, dude? I think there's a, an odor to blood. That's a non-poop odor. Oh, my God. I think, like, poop has a distinct odor that changes daily, I would assume. But I think blood, maybe it's, like, got a different, like, looker or, like, a smell or something like that. So he's got but cherries dude, on his ass. That right guy's he's got cherries on H, his asshole. He's a stockholder in Preparation H at the moment. So we shall see. Every time he shits, he's like, fuck. <laughs> Can't sit down, dude. Fuck. He, like, moves his, adjusts the way he sits. Oh, my God. Like, his God. car ride home, he's got, like, cushions and stuff. Not this again. But, oh, man. Oh, yeah, I got it up with my other clip i got it already so if you've been listening 20 minutes in you get some real gems here yeah this is like 25 minutes in you get some gems you pay extra for this free podcast ladies and gents but i'm going with patrice o'neill's really good friend like they were boys bill burr his most recent special paper tigers here's a longer not long clip but yeah it's decently long maybe we'll cut it early we'll see what it is i don't know what the fuck is going on but i think white women started it worse it's all he do is bitch mode and complain i had no idea how difficult it was to be a white woman in the united states of america evidently it's it's really difficult <laughs> yeah they're always bitching do you have any idea what it's like to be me well i imagine it would be slightly less awesome than my life <laughs> today sweetheart huh did they not chill your rosé you know was the trolley not running down at the mall what happened no it's unreal I'm really fucking annoyed how white women have the fucking balls to throw my white privilege in my face you know sort of separate themselves from these white males with their white male privilege it's like bitch you're sitting in the jacuzzi with me the fucking time But you're fucking whining. Look, right out of the gate. All right, if you fucking, if you live in some honey boo boo lifestyle on the Appalachian Trail, you know, your uncle just banged you in the dirt. All right, I can listen to you. Oh boy. No, one of my fantasies oh, is I want to drive by like a woman's rally and just say the most sexist shit I can think of just to watch them lose their minds. And I'll just drive by real slow and be like, yeah, why don't you get back in the kitchen where you belong? <laughs> just to look in the rearview mirror, watching them flipping out in the road, spinning around like Leatherface at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, 
Yeah. No, it's a very, uh, I don't know. Times are changing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Michelle Obama's doing an arena tour. That's another thing going on. I'm going to say that again. Michelle Obama is doing an arena tour. She's not playing comedy clubs. She's doing arenas. When did first ladies start acting like they got elected? You know? Dude, being a first lady, that's not a fucking job. Right? Look how quiet is it in here. Why is it so fucking quiet? You think that's a job? It's not a fucking job. Dude, if you really think it's a job, just look at him. Right? Look at Obama. When that guy got elected, he looked like he was about 41 years old. When he left office, that guy looked like he was about 73. Right? Look at Michelle. She looks younger now than she did when that dude got elected. What has she done for the last eight years? Yeah, other than laying a giant vat of Illuminati-level lotion, just sitting there floating. A couple hours, a shapeshifter comes in and dumps another bucket on her. She pops her head up. Hey, Bam Bam, tell Stevie Wonder to come down and play some songs tonight. Now, I found out she's doing a tour because she's doing a book tour. Yeah, she wrote a book. She wrote a book about not having a job. <laughs> I gotta read that fucking book. Chapter one, how to know if a dick tastes presidential. Oh, boy. How to weed your way through all that local representative cock and get to the big swinging dick in the room. I'll tell you right now, say what you want about Republican presidents, but they got their first ladies in line. <laughs> they do. Dude, George W. was president for eight years. Eight years. I don't even know his wife's name. <laughs> Laura? Laura Bush? What was it? Abigail so. or some shit? Maggie? No clue. <laughs> Donald Trump's wife stands behind him like a giant meerkat. Like... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Bill Clinton was president. His wife never shut up. Ah, I want to do healthcare. Yeah! He fucked around on her so much. He's like, all right, whatever, just do it. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out that fucking tour. I got to see what that's all about. You know, who opens? Who opens on that fucking tour? Was it Oprah Winfrey's husband? You know? <laughs> Does he fucking come out and talk about what it's like to walk her dogs? <laughs> Dude, I'll see his, and I gotta bring him around. Look, I'm sure that there's some uh, feminists in the crowd right now not appreciating this joke, feeling triggered, feeling like they need to fucking put out a hashtag or some shit <laughs> and be brave and speak out. You know what? You're full of shit. You are. All, all those feminists are full of shit. Because I'm going to tell you right now, someday, someday, there's going to be, there's going to be the first woman president. All right? Which means, which means, you don't even know what her, you don't even know what her fucking platform is, and you automatically cheer. <laughs> Woo! 
got the same genitalia. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, I'm telling you, they're not smart people. Feminists, they're they're not as smart as they're coming off. I'm telling you. Someday, there's going to be, by the way, this is going to be my last show ever by the time this fucking thing comes out. (laughs) Someday, there's going to be the first female president, which means there's going to be the first male first lady. Right? And you wait. You fucking wait. The first time that dude opens, he's feminist. They're on me. You shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. It is her time now. It is her time. She was elected, not you. Go pick out some plates, bitch. You are the first lady. Dude, that is hilarious. He's he's good. I wouldn't mind. Dude, if, if I were married and, like, my wife... Where the president for the president, I'd be like, sweet, like this is going to be an easy life. Build me a gym in the White House somewhere, and that's where I'm going to spend my days. What's your What's your platform? What's your like thing you're passionate about? Health and fitness, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm passionate. My about. own personal health. Because think about it, like, dude, that's an amazing. Like, that's like all win. You yeah. have no. There's nothing you could lose on being the first male lady, whatever. The first husband. <laughs> what I don't know what you call him, dude. But the first man. First man. Like that's sick. Like you could, I, it would have to, I would hope it'd be like, I would try, like it would be the coolest. You would, ha, you would have to make it a cool, like you'd have to be cool. Like make it like be super cool about it. Like just, that would be awesome. Like, yeah, my wife's a bomb. She's doing her thing. You're all about this. I would do it. I'd be like, yeah, I'm rocking this hard. <laughs> I am. I'm living this hundred percent. Oh my God. So, um, with that being said, uh, we got to move into my clip. All right. My last one. I, I like Chris Stefano. We've had him for yeah. the 9-11 story. I think he's a really good storyteller. And he talks about his stories with his dad, I, which is hilarious. His dad's like this, like, New York gangster. Former mafia, gangster. You know, in the... In allegedly. The, allegedly. Uh, you know, whatever stuff, no, he crime. Is. He's been to jail. But um, for real. Federal jail. And uh, sure. so, so he says. So I just like some of his stories, which are just really funny. He's a really good storyteller. Um, some of the absurdness reminds me of stuff from our dad. Not in this way, but just like... You know, when Stupid you had shit, dad yeah. that are just, you know, just just funny. All right, here we go. I was at Doc Gooden's no-hitter. Doc Gooden's oh, fucking wow. no-hitter, mate. So he's talking about Oh, this Yankees is from a game. podcast. Yep, oh, okay, this okay. Is, he's in a podcast, The Fighter and the Kid, and he's talking about a story with his dad, which I think is, is funny regardless. Like, yeah, not oh, dude, stand-up, dude. But love just, it, love it, love it. So he's talking about a Yankees game, and the dude's about to hit a no-hitter. Not about to throw a no-hitter. 1996, I'll never forget, because it was Doc Gooden's no-hitter, and in just a... a cup, few short months later I, my life was going to change by the skull fuck and the priest rate yeah because that was also 96 but the summer so so i'm sitting at the game we're in the upper 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 deck which i'm fine with those seats but sure my, my dad's like you know dwight good it's seventh inning no hits my dad's like this guy's pitching and no no i kept kept saying my dwight's pitching and no no he kept saying dwight guy's pitching fucking no no and then so and then so he's like we got to get better seats and i was like yeah but it's fine you know oh and by the way that day of Dwight Gooden's no-hitter was a Monday. I had a science project due the next morning, the next day, and my mother had said, my, told my father specifically, leave after the fourth inning. He needs to be home. We have to go to wake him up at 7 a.m. He needs to finish the science project. The fourth inning, Tony, I'm serious. Now, keep in mind, it's 1996, no cell phones. My mother's like, yeah, and my dad's like, yeah, the fourth inning, I got it. Don't worry, babe. He called my mom, babe. He's still, he's yeah. like, they've been divorced 30 years, but he still calls her babe. She's like, this is offensive. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like, no problem, babe. I'll have him back. So it's, I'll see, you know, we're going to cook dinner. She's like, we've been divorced for 20 years. You know, he just doesn't get it. So <laughs> he still thinks they're happily married. I'm like, you live in a bath. 
bathtub. So, so, so he goes. So my dad, this is. So we're at the Yankee game. Now it's the seventh inning. It's fucking way past the fourth inning. It's I see the time like that. Mom said to go home. He goes, listen, Dwight's pitching. No, no. So she'll understand. Uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm understand. like, she'll understand. She doesn't know what baseball even is. She's gonna know what a no, no is. So my mom. So my dad goes, all right, listen. He goes, it's coming up on the eighth inning. He goes, we got to get you behind home plate. I got to get you behind home plate. I said, yeah, but dad, I don't care. He goes, no, no, he's pitching. No, no, we're going to go. He goes, you got to listen to me. Do everything I tell you to do. This is all fucking like in slow motion. I remember this day in my life. So we get down to the security <laughs> guard behind home plate. And my dad sees two or three open seats right behind home plate, right? In the old Yankee stadium. And uh, he says to the security guard, he's like, he goes, listen, he goes, uh, he goes, you know, it's Dwight's pitching a no-no. He goes, me and my kid, I mean, first time I've ever taken him to the Yankee Stadium. That was like my 12th game that season. He was like, it's the first time I've ever taken him to the fucking Yankee Stadium. It's a big moment for my kid. Dwight's pitching no-no. There's two seats. Come on. Let me just, and he's, you know, taking out cash. My dad always yeah. does, takes out cash. Whoa, what do I need? You know, greasing people. And the guy goes, uh, no. He's not, he can't sit down there. I'm sorry, you're going to have to watch him here. And then my dad takes a breath. He goes, he goes, all right. He goes, uh, but my son's got special needs. I swear to God. And then I was like, I looked up at him and I was like, what? Like, I, special needs. And then I was just sitting there with my mouth open, like kind of like with a half smile. And then the security guard gives me a noogie and goes, have a good time, kid. And then literally, and then I was just, oh my God. I literally was like, it was, gave me a complex because I'm like, I know I have like a weird mushroom haircut from Supercuts, but I don't think I look like I fucking have special needs. But I... But I sat there. I swear to God, I sitting there. It ruined your day. And then this is where the story gets unbelievable. But I swear to God, this is fucking true. The row in front of where me and my dad are sitting. Now it's the ninth inning. Dwight's two outs away from the no hitter, which he eventually Big gets. Deal. Big deal. He see. I see. I notice. It's fucking. I'm 12 years old. Height of the WWF, big wrestling fan, Mr. Perfect Oof. is at one row in front of us. Mr. Fucking Perfect, the wrestler, every kid's favorite wrestler at that time. I'm like, Dad, that's Mr. Perfect. And he goes, who's that? And I go, uh, I go, he's a wrestler. And he goes, yeah. I go, I was fucking great. And he goes, and he just starts yelling. He, he drops the mystery. He goes, yo, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> he goes, give my son an autograph. What about getting my kid an autograph? Do I switch it? No, no. And then Mr. Perfect, I swear to God, turns around and he goes, no. I swear oh, to God, wow. he goes, no. Like he was just, and he He's had everyone, yeah. he was drinking and you know, whatever. And then my dad goes, my son's got special needs. I swear, <laughs> I swear to God. And then I still to this day, in my mother's room, have a Yankees ticket signed half-assed by Mr. Perfect. And then we get back and it was the same story with my father as it fucking always is. We're a block away from my mother's house. It's two o'clock in the fucking morning. Holy I'm supposed fuck. to be home by eight. Holy it's two o'clock in the morning. Oh my my God. dad goes, don't tell your mother what happened. Just don't tell your mother what happened. Tell her there was a train delay. A fucking train delay. So literally, I, I love your father. Dude, we ring, what a great fucking dad. Yeah, we ring. What the, a great dad. Great dad. And then my dad, it's so funny because it's 2 a.m. And my dad used to sleep in the basement because he had to go all the way back to Staten Island. And then it was 2 o'clock in the morning. And my dad starts walking in to go to the basement. And my mother goes, Tony, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> and he had to take the ferry and three trains all the way back to his house. In Staten Island what a beautiful at 2 a.m. And then what yeah, a great what memory. A, what a yeah, great though. memory. Besides great you being memory. special. Yeah, but... being special. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then I, I failed. I didn't, you know, I got a D on that science project because I just couldn't Who, do it. Worth it. Worth it. What Why a fucking man. No I st you're going to think I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, the kid. I agree with you. Yeah. That might be one of my favorite stories. And you're going to think I'm kidding, but it course. makes me kind of think about how to parent my son. Yeah. I got to start doing Keep some shit. Keep him out shit. at two in the morning. 
Yeah, yeah whatever. Like break Shakes rules. It up, yeah, dude. dude. I gotta take him to a game. I've never taken my kid to a fucking game. Nah, dude. My dad. That would literally. Have my you? Was four. Yeah, four. Well, that was my dad's teaching places for that. Anything like, and it was always rewards. If I could get a good grade, or if I would, you know, clean my room, or That's how I operate. my dad would be like the incentive for you That's is I'll take you to a Knicks game, I'll take you to a Yankees game, I'll mm -hmm. take you to a New York Giants yeah. game. So that and that was all the moments with my father were at stadiums. Great, yeah. great memories, great moments, great moments. Yeah. Is your dad right now? Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is a great story, Todd. I know it's not like a stand-up thing, but I just love those stories. It is a good funny story stories. Time. What do you think about Fighter and the Kid? I haven't watched as much as you. I know you used to watch that. Or I used to watch it a lot. Brian Callens is apparently going through a lot of like allegations and stuff about like Me Too shit. And oh, for real? Yeah, I don't know. The, I don't know the length of the stories and shit like that, but. Sounds kind of serious, man. Dang, dude. He hasn't been like, he hasn't been allowed on his, uh, allowed on his uh, podcast yet. The Fire so, and the Pig Kid podcast? Yeah, they haven't been doing it. I don't know why. I don't know if it's his agents. I don't know if it's Brendan. I don't know Dang, what it is, man. dude. But. Crystal Lee with all that stuff that we talked about yeah, a little bit crazy, too. Man. Dang, dude. It's crazy. Hey, on a good note, dude, let's hit that song that's hot. What's this mm, song baby. called? Give Stuck in the Middle, dude. Ah, oh, dude. All right, listen. Dude. Weekend talk, dude. Later today. Jody, Jody, happy birthday! Tomorrow, sure, Jody stuff. listens to this. <laughs> Bills game, dude. Four o'clock. Go Bills, four and zero, baby. Need to play. COVID stuff. Whatever. Cam Newton, see you. Have see fun ya. with that shit, bitch. I told this dude. I called Cam Newton would be out. I called he was you out did as call well. It. I called this stuff. I didn't know it'd be COVID, but um, dude, listen, y'all. Thanks for listening, Pete. Thanks for listening. This is what it is. Stand up Saturday. You know what you're getting into by now. Oh, oh, you know, it's, it's <laughs> you know these kind of bits. It is what it is. Where you got to follow us? Apple Podcasts, subscribe, Spotify, everywhere. Follow us on Instagram at No Days Off Podcast. We got to make a Facebook. We'll see you YouTube, soon, peeps. Man. We'll see you. Peace. I knew you'd like this song. That song is fire, dude. I knew you'd like that song. Got to put a link to that in the podcast so people can download, dude. Say ya. I don't know. Say ya. <laughs>